0: What sound effect that is that's a lightsaber i wonder why why did i just make that perfect lightsaber sound in my mouth because (laughs) we're talking about freaking lightsabers today (laughs) on this podcast people were like did i turn on the right thing what did i just turn on (laughs) people forgot what lightsabers were because book of boba fett's all about uh not lightsabers right now but anyway welcome back everybody This is the Resistance Broadcast. Do not adjust your dial. Although you're on, it's not like one of those things where they could be like, oh, is it the wrong thing? Because they're looking at, you know, their phone. It says the Resistance Broadcast, you know, that we're not uploading a different show to our show. So they get it, but I'm glad you're here (laughs) because we're here. I'm John, James, Lacey. We're here to talk about uh, Star Wars. And it's a little different of a show. Usually on Mondays we do news, but let's be honest. News has been pretty light lately. Besides, obviously, the show that's been out, which is the book of Boba Fett, but we really spent a lot of time on that during the Mando fan show. Hopefully, you've been enjoying that. That airs live on Wednesdays at 9 p.m. East. Uh, if you haven't been able to join us live, it is on your podcast feed on your favorite podcast app, and of course on YouTube.com/slash Star Wars Newsnet videos. Uh, so we're doing a little bit. Of a sort of Thursday show that you're used to from us on a Monday. Uh, But we are going to sprinkle a little bit of news in here just at the top real quick. Uh, The Bad Batch looks like it is coming back this spring. Uh, A lot of people weren't sure when the show was going to arrive for season two. Last year, it started off on May the 4th and ran through summer. Uh, James had a lot of early Fridays because of that. (laughs) 16 Uh, of them. So, James... Throwing it to you, Bad Batch, this spring. Is it too soon? Are you ready for it? Is it the right time? And what are you looking forward to most out of season two of that series? I don't know, man. I mean,
1: the the only thing that like gets me crazy is we do the, the morning <laughs> thing or whatever. So 16 weeks of doing that was last season. So I'm like, oh my gosh, I have to do that again. The other crazy thing is that, you know... We don't know when Obi-Wan's coming out, but it's kind of been speculated they would they would push these shows all at different times um, so that you didn't have two Star Wars properties dropping on the same day. But mm-hmm. if it's in the spring and it's run for 16 weeks, it seems like that's kind of the area for Kenobi. So I doubt they would wait like through all of the Bad Batch before they got into Kenobi because you still mm-hmm. have Andor. And you guys think, <clears throat> I said no but you guys think they're doing mandalorian still so it just seems more likely that they would be doing obi-wan or andor we don't really know uh like during the bad batch like at the same time so it's like right i don't know you know what that means yeah but but i am uh, looking forward to it i'm excited yeah Absolutely. Yeah,
0: there, there's been rumors that they're going to split up the Bad Batch into two parts and sandwich it, or use it to fill in gaps. Not to say it's a gap filler, but to use it to fill in gaps when the live-action stuff's not airing. I don't see the problem with them doing both at the same time, if they did it animated and a live-action. Lacey, what do you think? Are you, are you surprised that the Bad Batch is coming back this soon? Um, it's not. I mean, it's almost a year out, but but what are your thoughts on, on that news? Which actually didn't come from Lucasfilm. It came from you know a quote-unquote official magazine, Star Wars Insider, but the fact that they didn't announce it and it came from there. It was interesting. Yeah.
2: Yeah. I, it it doesn't surprise me that it's coming back so soon. I think that they work on these things so early that once they know they have something, they just move along with the next season. I don't think they wait to see how it does. They've planned out like, oh, we're going to budget for this much. Um, Especially with how people really, really enjoyed Bad Batch. I could see the Disney being like, look, we need content for our streaming service. We need to keep people around, especially Star Wars fans. Like, we yeah. need another season of this because people really loved it. Um, interestingly enough, I was watching TV the other day, which I never watch like regular TV, and
0: oh, like there was cable?
2: A, yeah, and there was a commercial for Disney Plus, and I got so hyped because they were like all the things coming this year, and they flashed through them all, and they had the Kenobi logo, and they had the Andor logo, and they had Bad Batch, and all this other stuff. So I got really excited. Um, nice. cause we're just starting the year. I mean, it's almost the mm-hmm. end of January already, which is crazy. Yeah. Um, time flies when you're having fun. Uh, it but it, it's going to be a really big year and I'm really excited to see what else is coming. I mean, we talked about the tales of the Jedi show or what else they haven't announced yet. So I feel like. Just like the the Book of Boba Fett was like the gathering storm, I feel like us as Star Wars fans are also in that gathering storm of Star Wars content that's coming.
0: Yeah, that's a really good point. And the other thing that might be curious is with three episodes left of the Book of Boba Fett, a lot of people still wondering, will an older Omega show up and if she does or does not how does that play into what they made for bad batch season two so that'll be interesting to keep an eye on but either way uh one more thing though oh yeah absolutely i'm I'm looking at the dates here real quick and i was like you know
1: what is spring it's a spring 2022 and i'm like yeah that's from march to june and i'm like you could do all of obi-wan and still have a month you know in between usually, and then
0: then release clone mm-hmm, war or uh, mm-hmm. bad batch if you wanted to for when it comes to and this is how i understand it and correct me if you think i'm wrong but how i understand like movie releases and stuff when they say spring summer usually memorial day is the cut off where it's like this is summer a summer movie now spring to me summer is like march yeah so i think march through may for release type stuff is what mm-hmm. they consider a spring, spring. release um I wouldn't yeah. even though t- technically June up to June 20th is spring. I think that's only 20 like, more days. It's not crazy. But
1: right. Right. If you're talking so, like March 30 or I'm sorry, May, like the end of the month, the 31st or whatever. Is that is that a yeah. month that has 30? Yeah, I think
2: they <laughs> usually before Memorial Day is spring. And then once Memorial Day hits, like everybody collectively, even though it's not the official day of summer. Oh, just yeah. assumes like, hey, we're in the, summer now.
0: People's boats are in the water. People are going to the beach celebration it's, yeah.
2: weekend, I think. Is yeah, yep.
0: Well, hopefully, fingers crossed, yeah. Um, but yeah, so it'll be interesting to see what happens with that. Uh, when that comes out and whether they split it or not. Again, I don't see any problem with them running an animated show at the same time as live action, I think fans can handle that. Um, so we'll see, but uh, that's mainly the news we wanted to tackle quick here at the top to uh, grease the wheels. But we have some cool segments and stuff to get into, including a discussion later. On whether or not certain lightsabers will be resurfacing in future movies, but for now, uh, we're going to hand it over to James for our first segment of the day. I fear nothing for all this, as the Force wills it.
1: Our first segment of the day.
0: <laughs> <laughs> what is happening? <laughs> That's like, uh, like, Lacey's guys like that in, now. Mm-mm.
1: The Empire guys in Empire. You're, you're familiar. Um, no, Will of the Force this week. Uh, we got a couple questions here, even some from patrons, uh, and which is always exciting. I love getting questions from them. But we're going to kick it off with this first one here um, and be listening to the question closely, Lacey, because you're going first on this one. Will Grogu, right? You're familiar with him, be with Din Djarin when he appears in the Book of Boba Fett? Now, a little bit of speculation there that Din Djarin <laughs> is showing up in the Book of Boba Fett, but presumably... Uh, will Grogu be with him?
2: I am going to say no, Grogu will not be with Din. I think, uh, you know, as we heard in the last episode, at the end of the episode, when they mentioned muscle, they played the Mandalorian theme, which was like, mm-hmm. it's it's kind of crazy as a Star Wars fan. I just felt like, you know, we're watching Boba Fett on the, on the big screen here, uh, uh, like on Disney plus having his own show. But as soon as I hear that flu, I was like, Oh my God. Yes. I'm so excited. I, 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 I agree love with you. The Mandalorian. I just, I don't know why I'm just more connected to that show than a Bo- uh, book of Boba Fett, which I feel bad for Boba Fett fans that are like, this is our time. Um, I don't know. I just love the Mandalorian. So the moment I heard that noise, I was like, Oh my God, it's happening. Um, So I think he's definitely showing up. I don't think that's a, a question of if he will or won't just because they've said that this season is 2.5 so they have to bring him in at some point to get him uh into the next season of the mandalorian also in that episode as we discussed there's so many parallel like two ships passing in the night exactly of like two of the characters that we love like here and here but they're not touching they're not talking, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. I think Grogu's still with Luke. So if Luke shows up, sure. If Luke doesn't show up, then no. I think they're going to save Grogu's return with Din for the Mandalorian. Hmm.
1: All right,
0: John. Do you think Grogu will be with Din Djarin?
1: <laughs>
0: Silence. <laughs> I'm going to say... Yeah, that's just t- it's tough. And... Uh, I, I don't know. Um, I'm going to say no. Um, but I think that there's a chance by the end of this, whether it's the last episode or some sort of post-credits final episode like they did with the Mandalorian season 2, that we do see Grogu. Um, Are you going to count just, that
2: as in the Book of Boba Fett if it's a post credit scene? Uh, I know that they count on, the Boba Fett scene as part of the Mandalorian, but at the same it time, on it's like if so it's tricky. In,
0: It depends on if it's an epilogue or Mm. if it's uh, this new thing, which is like, I I didn't consider the book of Boba Fett to tease a part of Mandalorian, but if it's clearly some sort of epilogue, then yes. So it depends on how they do it and what it is.
2: Because people have been writing about that scene. They're like, oh, in season two. And I'm like, but it wasn't technically in season two. It's like a Marvel end credit scene. (laughs)
0: right which i'm not the hugest fan of that of those because they just it's not special anymore it's like how musicians do encores now because everyone knows they're gonna do it it's not like we really want more it's like no you're gonna go away for five seconds and come back the shock um, is when
2: they don't do it at a concert i don't know I've been to a
0: i know moment. then you're like wait what really
2: there's been a couple but, where you watch and you're just like oh oh you're actually done done <laughs> okay
0: yeah <laughs> i i feel like grogu's gonna pop in here somewhere so we can get an update on where he's at Heading into the Mandalorian, but I don't think he's changing your answer. No, I don't think we're gonna see him with Din Djarin.
1: All right, well, I'm going with both of you guys that he's not gonna be in it, and I think my explanation can be fairly simple. Not that you haven't said it, but sure, it's just that the Mandalorian is the main character of that show, and Grogu took over that show. And they recognize how much, how big of an impact he pulled away from the main character in in ways. You know what I'm saying? I think that by the time they were working on book of Boba Fett, they already knew baby Yoda was a thing. And so I don't think they would intentionally put baby Yoda into the book of Boba Fett because they want that to be his story. And the book of Boba Fett in general, just take, Grogu out of it for a second is supposed to be a sidestep anyway so I know there if there's a chance or a good likely chance that they're bringing in Din Djarin specifically or some type of tie to the Mandalorian because we obviously heard the music but the thing here is that I think Baby Yoda is too much of like the right punch that's gonna right. be like now all of a sudden what are we even watching this is the Mandalorian it's not the book of Boba Fett anymore mm-hmm yeah. So you, when you get those two together, that's when you know that's the Mandalorian kind of thing, which, by the way, the, the speculation on that, too, I'm still not entirely positive we're going to see Dinjarin. I think there I mean, are the, there are other options here. And I think one of the more popular ones I actually saw in our patron chat early this morning was the like the coven or, or the, the I was going to say
2: Bo the
1: children yeah, of the I watch. Mean, yeah the, yeah children of the watch like those those people that he was with that were looking for a new place to go like it yeah. could oh, be those people yeah, yeah, yeah. but anyway is, i think
2: it, i keep forgetting I the time it, frame of like when yeah. this takes place so i'm always like oh this is before that this is before that so it's like you know kind of tricky because you're like oh when was this when was that so yeah well, it that happened
1: done. in season one so it's like that's more yeah, close did- to like when we're talking
2: right because they haven't like dumped yeah. all their armor and helmets yet that's what i'm saying
1: mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. yeah yeah but certainly that- no but this moment in book of boba fett is after the mandalorian season two
2: yes you're right oh my gosh see that's what i'm talking about it's so confusing <laughs> yeah
0: he has Jabba's palace so it's all yeah post- so it
2: has to be din or bo katan yeah.
0: <laughs> or well it could still be all them right Well, this is what's going to happen. It's It's going to be a different ship. Anyway, different ship is going to come flying in. People are like, oh, who's (laughs) that? And I'm like, oh, he's got a new ship now. Yeah. Yeah. Then join with his new ship. Um,
1: Let's go on to the next question. This one actually is uh, submitted by one of our patrons, Jackie Cobb. Jackie uh, asked the question, will we see Omega in the Camino flashbacks in the book of Boba Fett? So we speculated a little bit there. She may or may not show up, but could she show up? In those flashbacks that we're getting with um, young Boba Fett, you know, you think John, which what what are you thinking on this?
0: No, I think that'd be really cool. I think that would make sense. Um, But in order for that to make real sense, you would have to have Omega interacting with Boba. And I don't know if they're going to go there fully with the technology to have him with Daniel Logan's face doing the talking and all that stuff, so far they've just done like a shot of his, his face. I don't know that they're going to go that far with it for this. Um, and I'm also not. I feel like we're done with flashbacks with the pulp, but he's healed thing. So I, I would like to see what why they were showing us the Camino thing, and I think yeah, maybe if they and are the same give scene us, twice too, which is weird to me. It, yeah, and if they are going to give us more flashbacks, I think that's going to be the only thing left that they do. Um, but I don't think we're gonna see Omega in those, if they just continue to do them. Yeah, Lacey, do you agree?
2: Uh, yeah, I don't think we're gonna see her. I think, from my assumptions, uh, the flashback scenes of Camino are about his relationship with his dad. That's why you see the ship leaving. I think he's coming to terms with that relationship and what that relationship set him up in life of becoming a bounty hunter and becoming who he was before the Sarlacc pit. Mm-hmm. Um, which seemingly is this whole series is about him grappling with that of like what I was before, what I am now, what is my decision moving forward? So I feel like these flashbacks are moments of how he got where he is now to explain the story, but then also grappling with who he was and the the poor decisions he made and how he got to those decisions, which ultimately is because of his dad. He is who he is. Uh, He did what he did because his dad was a bounty hunter.
1: Mm -hmm.
2: So I would say no. That was my long explanation for no. No,
1: I know we're all on the same page, (laughs) I think, uh, tonight, because I Mm -hmm. I think that, you know, I think all three of us back in the day would have said, no, you, you can't rely. Live action people can't rely on having seen. The bad, Batch animated show. I agree. Show, that you know, would have been my
2: opinion years ago. Yeah.
1: And we've now, like, since moved into this era where, which is good, because you know, like, I yeah. was always like, all, you know, all this stuff is supposed to matter, and it's really cool when they do actually reflect those things and they they make everything line up. Mm-hmm. Um, but I still stand that I I think this show is telling this specific story, and if Omega or any of that stuff was involved, they would have probably already showed us her face you know right as far as yeah. her being involved in this show <laughs> right. um the other the other thing i was gonna say too is like that you know we need to hire some muscle you know i was the bad batch and that ties in with uh omega as well but it just doesn't right. it doesn't seem to mesh as well especially when they're playing the mandalorian music you know they would if they would have said we could hire some muscle and they played like the bad patch theme i think like you know for most people they'd be like i never heard this piece of music it wouldn't even register but then bad batch fans would be like what the heck (laughs) you know Mm -hmm. but it's too too intertwined with mandalorian at this point so uh i'm gonna say no on that um one more question for will the force this week and it's another patron submission this one's coming from semperfied danny uh she wanted to know uh, will we ever find out how Maz Kanata came to acquire Anakin, Luke's oh, saber, oh, yeah. that saber that Ray now uses, you know, or whatever? Yeah. Um, do we think we're going to see that, uh, Lacey? What do you think?
2: I'm trying to remember. Didn't we, we got hints of how it got to certain places in the comics, right? Didn't we get a hint that it was like someone in a hood picked it up at the bottom of
1: I'm not entirely caught up, but my understanding is Luke gets his hand cut off. The thing goes flying down and then like somebody grabs it before it hits the ground. And I I I remember reading that and I've kind of, you know, lost on on the comics. I haven't been right. Vader gets his
2: hand and someone else gets the lightsaber. But when these things combine.
1: (laughs) Yeah, but I don't I don't think there was any solution or any sort of uh, answer to who that was or what happened to it after that.
2: People kind of assume it looking been for it.
1: He goes looking, he comes back to Cloud City right. and goes looking for it and he couldn't find it. So right, like... before
2: he makes a new one. Um, okay, so will we find out from Maz? I, I think that it's one of those things I don't think we need to. Um, so I don't think we will. I think they're just going to kind of leave it as is. Although it's interesting because she does make that comment like story for another time.
1: Yeah. So it's just, yep.
2: it, it's tricky because I want to know what happened. And I think a lot of us star Wars fans want to know what happened, but I don't know if that story needs to be told because Ray buried that lightsaber. So it's now gone. <laughs> so it, there's no importance to it. We should talk about it. <laughs> and <laughs> then, uh, you know, Maz's castles destroyed. We don't see Maz really until the rise of Skywalker where she's on the base. It's just kind of like, it it isn't an important note anymore. I feel like it was set up to be important in the force awakens and then the story went a different way so it wasn't needed anymore. So I'm going to say no.
1: All right, John. And I know um, it's tricky, I'm, but no.
0: Um what do you think? I think you think I yes. think we will. Yeah. Uh, because of that line because she said a story for another time. I feel like we need that closure now whether it's going to be a major deal or really not one at all it could be just a matter of circumstance do you really need that you really
2: need to know how she got it
0: I'm not saying I need to I just think we will you
2: just said that you said I think we need to know
0: oh well (sighs) I'm not saying me personally I'm saying I think they put it out there for fans to need to know because Mm -hmm. she said that it's a story I'm going to tell another time and Han died he didn't get a chance to hear that story so I feel like the fans need that sort of level of closure um, I I'm, I can go either way on that, mm-hmm. but I think we will. I think we'll find out why. Um, it is very interesting that whole story about that lightsaber and how it was originally the first shot of TFA was supposed to be Luke's hand clutching the lightsaber and his hand burning off in the atmosphere and the lightsaber landing into a planet. So they had, they definitely had plans for that lightsaber and and JJ probably had a journey of how it got to ma- Maz's. So it's somewhere on some pages somewhere. Um, now whether they twist writing. that up.
2: Rotten hands into Star Wars:
0: Stop writing rotten: Rotten hands, hands
2: with Palpatine's hand, and like just tween that,'
0: gross. Oh, his like clone hands that aren't fully formed He's yet like, with the bones <laughs> and stuff.: I'm like, Your what other hands are he has talking given about? me?: I need a
1: manicure.) <laughs> <Gross>. <laughs>
0: Um, so, yeah, I don't know. I think I think we will get it eventually. Mm. I think we I think we will, too.
1: But, you know, it's not so much because of that line. I just think that just seems like a story that someone some comic writer or book writer or something like that is inevitably going to pitch that to Lucasfilm has been like, I got I got a book idea, you know, or oh, yeah. or somewhere in the process. Of writing their book, they're like, actually, this would make sense because I have the character Maz. Can I can I tell this story? And they're you know how Lucasfilm are, you know, the story group and stuff. They're like, yeah, sure. Go ahead. You know that we don't have anything. So you're the person, you know, go ahead and write it. Like, as we saw recently, like Delilah S. Dawson was saying she was pitching how characters could, you know. Uh, how she sees it. You know what I mean? And if Lucasfilm goes for it, then they go for it. That's the pitch. That's the next book. So I think it's like the, very similar in the sense of like some of these authors, whether they're like for the comics or, or the kids books or whatever, it doesn't really matter. Someone eventually is going to pitch that story in their story or as a standalone. And Lucasfilm's going to say, sure, why not go ahead? You know? And I think fans want it too. Cause we said the line and then they, you can be the person who writes it. Go ahead. You know, so I think we're, I think we are going to get it. Um, but we got a big discussion to get to involving lightsabers. However, we have another section that we want to cover, uh, before we get to the discussion, Lacey, I'm going to hand it off to you. What are we doing?
2: All right, guys, it's time for the Patreon pod race. So there are lots of ways you can support us. You can like this video, comment, subscribe, follow us on YouTube, follow us on Twitter at RBATSWN on on Instagram at The Resistance Broadcast. But if you want more besides our audio apps as well, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, please leave us a review. You can head over to patreon.com slash resistance broadcast. Starting at $2 a month, you support what we're doing here and what we will continue to do for the rest of this year, which could potentially, like we've been saying, is the biggest year in Star Wars. There's so much stuff that's about to happen. Um, but yeah, we have exclusive videos, mailings, a Discord server at a certain uh, tier and higher, um, lots of different types of perks. Uh, so. This is the part of the show that we let our Generals and Spice Runners, our two top tiers, be a part of the show. We ask them a question, they give us an answer, we respond. It's super cool, but before we get to that, I want to thank those people. So first up, thank you Generals. Carmelo, Andrew Staley, Jeremy Myers, John Ricci, Jeddah Rosewater, Paul Olson, Oliver Lewis, Frank Grande, Joe Ritchie, Darth Hurricane, John Chorlton, Nick Kratz, Christian Morales, Brian Smith, Matt Chitty, Nathan Shank, Danny, and Val Goff. Thank you guys so much. And our mm-hmm. spice runners David Probus, Neil Shaw, Double C Chris, Kendall Gelnar, Ryan Wara, Dave Horneck, Micah Harrison and Thomas Hennessy. Thank you guys so wow. much. So Thank you all. First up, well not first up. I guess this is I'm thinking it's February this already. Week. It's not. This <laughs> week we have someone from across the pond, isn't that how they say it? Uh from the UK, I believe. John Charlton. Mm. What up? Uh and up, his John? question was Boba Fett's character has been given much more fullness and depth with The Mandalorian in the Book of Boba Fett. What minor character in Star Wars would you like to see get a similar treatment? So, John, take it away. Hey, T.R.B. Well, I picked two, so I'm going to go for it. Uh, I picked Wedge Antilles just because he's a feature in a lot of comics and books, but we never see him in too much in live action. So it'd be good to see more of his past and how it all links together. I've also picked Finn, um, just because it'd be so good to see him using the Force and how that could work out.
0: So that's my two picks. All the best.
2: Nicely done, John. Great job. Loved it. So this, John, what do you think?
0: Ooh, tricky, tricky indeed. Um... The Finn one makes a lot of sense to me because John Boyega can just, let's just get back, get get that jacket back on. Let's get back in the mix, man. Let's get after it. Mm -hmm. Uh, They set the table that he's force sensitive. Uh, Seeing him master that and then become a Jedi, I think a lot of fans would flip over. I think Boyega would come back for that too. The wedge one, you threw me for a loop because I I was trying to wrap my head around how they would do that. Um... Because he did come back briefly in The Rise of Skywalker, and there are plenty of stories in the books, as you say, but I'm not sure what, like, would they do a younger wedge where he's in, in the academy? Uh, would it be a post Return of the Jedi wedge? And then what, you know, what's he kind of really doing there uh, beyond what we found out about him and uh, Snap? Um, so I don't know. The wedge one, you, you got me, That's, but it's a clever pick. But either way, great job, John. Uh, we appreciate you supporting us over there on the other side of the pond. Uh, as Lacey put it, uh, thank you very much. We appreciate it. You're the man. You did a great job. And as always, see in the chats and see you around, buddy. Thanks, man. James. Um, yeah, I think I think John, you're right. As far as if you're,
1: if you're understanding this as live action, it becomes a problem. But if you're understanding it as um, like a, a an animated show or something like that, where it focuses sure. on on Wedge and this particular squadron or something, you know, that could be really cool. And you could. I would definitely set it after return of the Jedi uh, and just put it somewhere in that era and probably have him go on his own adventures and stuff. But the other one is, <laughs> I thought the question was minor character.
2: <laughs> I was actually about to say the same thing. Jo- Cause John Boyega Finn is not, I wouldn't view him as a minor character, but I think he's thinking maybe secondary.
1: I guess so. Like he's not the main
2: character. Ray the main character. Yeah,
1: I was like, what's a minor character in in uh, the original trilogy? Han Solo, <laughs> like not the main character. <laughs> you know, yeah. and so yeah, it's yeah. like uh, when you're, you're you're talking about one of the big three in that in particular case. But I don't know. Maybe the sequel trilogy is a little weird. I th- I know some people even consider like Kylo part of the big three and stuff, and it just gets confusing. Like. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. but I but I understand where you're coming from that is a character that I think a lot of people want to see expanded on so good pick on that one but I, I for me personally I think you're more dead on with the wedge I think that would be a, a more I don't want to say a better story I would say more appropriate for the question that was uh, answered I like that answer
2: Yeah, John, great answer. I think Wedge is a great choice. There are a lot of fans that want more from Wedge and we're super pumped to see him in The Rise of Skywalker uh, for the little clips that he had. Um, I agree with James. I think Finn is one of those confusing characters that I wouldn't view him as a minor character, but I can get how someone might because it's just confusing. There's just so many characters in the sequel trilogy. Mm -hmm. Um, But just knowing that you want more from Finn gets me excited because I am the same way. I think... That that character has so much more story to tell, just like Ray, um, and that there could be something really cool to tell there, whether it be you know him as a stormtrooper or him after with Ray. I think there's just a lot there that you could tell. Um, so yeah, great answer. So now we're gonna head over to our John to do the discussion.
0: All right. Yeah, this week's discussion. Uh, will the Skywalker and Kylo Ren's lightsabers return in future movies?
1: Obi Wan once thought as you do.
0: Thrown into the ocean of Kef Beer, the fate of Kylo Ren's unique and crackling red lightsaber is unknown. While the Skywalker's lightsabers, Anakin, Luke's, Rey's, however you want to call it, and Leia's, rest deep beneath the sands beneath Lars' homestead. We saw Anakin's lightsaber play a role in the sequel trilogy, so the question is which of these sabers, if any will resurface and take that place after episode 9 and let's also have some fun speculating what impact or role they could play you know, are they going to be these big MacGuffins, or is it just going to be one of those things where they're an easter egg, or like there's a lot of ways that 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 can happen Um, so in thinking about this I just have this feeling and I'm not saying like oh I'm going to like predict this or anything but I have this feeling it'd be a very just alluring and intriguing clip to like tease new movies and I think I've said this in past episodes where we see some figure conjuring up the lightsabers out of the sand but we don't know who it is and all of a sudden it just shows that there's a gaping hole in the sand the lightsabers are gone and then Fans begin wondering, like, who came there, who knew they were there, who took them? Is it Ray? Is it somebody else? That sort of thing. And that, that idea of just like kicking off new movies with that sort of mystery excites me. So that immediately makes me think that we are going to definitely see those lightsabers. Now, the Kylo Ren one, I'm cur- I would love to be sold one way or the other on, in this discussion on whether we see that again. We've talked um, about it
2: before, maybe that showing up with the villain. Like Ray is about to fight someone and they light his lightsaber.
0: Yeah, I know. Yeah. So so do you think like where do, so why don't we start there? Which of these lightsabers do you think we'll see again and do you think they'll have an impact? I'm going definitely on the Skywalker lightsabers, the Anakin uh lightsaber and Leia's, but I'm not sure about Kylo Ren's. So uh Lacey, you kinda kicked in there, so what do you think you 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 think his is coming back? How about the no, ones that I think she the, buried?
2: I think the Skywalker lightsabers and not Kylo Ren. I was just saying a possibility for. Kylo oh, int- oh, I think okay,
0: cool. The, okay, the
2: difference between Kylo Ren's and and the Skywalker ones is the Skywalker Skywalker lightsabers are buried in the sand, but they're not that deep. I would assume.
1: Like yeah, you said I don't deep know, beneath look-
0: the sands of. I'm like eh, I think eight, they are. Eight. No, I think she like she used the force. So I think those things are down there.
2: I mean, that's totally possible, but I see it as, hey, maybe they're like six feet down. They're not that deep. Whereas Kylo Ah. Ren threw his lightsaber into the ocean. Like, good luck finding that thing. So, yes, if you have the force or it's conjuring you uh, to it, then that makes sense. And that would be a really cool story to tell. But I think more likely is the sand situation because they're just there. And it's not yeah. like you could get a shovel and get them. You don't have to get a submarine and, and, and James Cameron it down to the bottom of the depths of the sea to, <laughs> to get this lightsaber. Um, it is interesting, though, just to think about what could happen if someone pulled those lightsabers up. Because, you know, before the sequel trilogy, there wasn't this kind of connection to lightsabers that there are now. It, this whole discussion made me think of Jumanji. Where at the end of Jumanji, they set it up that like they throw it into the water and then Jumanji washes up on a beach and people hear the drums playing and there's like kids in the background. You're like, oh no, they're going to find the game. Like that's what I <laughs> thought of with this whole scenario because it's like, will someone be pulled to them like Ray was? And why is it calling to this person? Who is this person? Um, or does someone just know that they're there? So it, it, there's so many possibilities you can have with these lightsabers, but I think definitely the Skywalker ones because you can't have star wars without lightsabers and these ones have so much history that go along with them that especially the anakins that if you were to bring them back up like you said john it would be one of those things where fans would be like oh my gosh look 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 it's the lightsabers because they're just Mm -hmm. so easily recognizable especially uh anakin luke's rays
0: Hmm. yeah for sure james so what do you you think do you think those things are staying as relics of the past. With the quote-unquote Skywalker saga, are they getting dug up? Are they going to be, you know, MacGuffins? Are they going to be Easter eggs? Where, where are you at uh, with are these? Yeah, things there's so down? so many things I wanted to you know jump in on. You know, like
1: I I'm I'm with Lacey. I don't think they're buried that deep. I wouldn't even. I said I threw out three feet. If it, it feels to me like it's maybe like a foot and a half or two feet, like just it's just like right there. Yeah. So a um, gust can just oh
2: because she wasn't doing it that long. I feel like she was just kind of yeah. like and Barry.
1: I think all all she was just trying to do was just like put it down, like almost like if it was if it was a body, like that would be six feet down ratio wise. But like it's mm-hmm. not that you know it's not that big, mm-hmm. so it's just like a, a little bit down.
0: But um, then why use the force? That's all I'm saying.
1: Because it because she's gonna cool like, the sit movie. there. Yeah, yeah.
0: Dig dig down. What do you? <laughs> she's a scavenger that's what she did for her whole life she's sledding it she's was back more doing of a ceremony
2: than anything else i think it was like the ceremonial
0: john if you dug holes
1: your whole life and then you learned how to use the force would you dig
0: another hole <laughs> <laughs> i don't know well, Like I she lifted she... rocks and put them no, over there her whole life know, but, <laughs> she, but she also she also went back to sliding down a piece of tin down the hill she like went back to her old ways for for fun um mm those things are like 300 feet under, down but well anyway no um, they are
2: not 300,
0: they, 300 feet yeah, 300 what the feet. hell the other thing i was gonna say
1: too is is you said kylo ren's is uh you know deep in the ocean and stuff and i don't necessarily know that's true either like sure. i know the angle that they're showing you see the waves and stuff but it's like he's on the wreckage of the death star like he could throw that thing and it's probably not even like, you know, a fifth of the way to actually get to the ocean that you can see from how tall he is. Some creatures like, can just
2: it hits him throw in it face. down
1: into the wreckage of the ship. I could, I could actually yeah. see like another show where they show that scene and he throws it and then they show the lightsaber's perspective and it goes ding 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 and it lands, you know, on some metal sure. or something. Yeah. Like it's believable like to me. All that being said, though, is I don't I don't know that Kylo Ren, like he's a great character, but I don't know that like the like Darth Vader was like this legendary thing. You know what I mean? I think that's why people would be. Yeah. Like interested in that that story and that history and all that that's tied to the other lightsaber, whereas like I don't know who would be going after Kylo Ren's unless they were just like a collector of artifacts you know mm-hmm. and it showed up somewhere but I don't think like it would be the main component of a story like you know like you were kind of alluding to like if someone were to turn it on and everybody would be like oh that's Kylo Ren's lights it would just have to be like he collected sure. them all and you're like looking at him and you're like oh he even has Kylo's he must have got that from Kef Beer or something it just this makes me seem think very... of the
2: meme where he throws it and General Grievous <laughs> jumps in. <after>, yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah,
1: Yeah. yeah <laughs> But um, but even still, I think that if, if there's one that's more likely, in my opinion, it would be the Skywalker uh, lightsabers. But I'm still kind of like not sure where they're going with like the next trilogy. Like, is that right. going to happen in 30 years from now? Or is it going to happen in like five oh, years from now? Hope like, that kind of depends to me. You don't on, think they're going to do
2: it though, right? Aren't you on the side that you're like, why would they need
1: to continue that story? I think that it's hard, it's, it's hard to say.
2: Not that you don't want it. That's not what I'm saying. I'm saying you just yeah. don't think that their priorities are with that story right now.
1: I feel like if it weren't for Disney Plus and, and them go branching into doing mm-hmm. you know Rogue One and Solo and other things like that, then yeah, they would probably just want to keep going but they marketed that as like three movies and it was the end and stuff. And I think they just want to like step away from that for a long time and let Mm. those actors age up. Um, And that, and they have plenty of ways to tell other star Wars stories and create new trilogies and do other things in that. In the meantime, it's not like they're just sitting on something and going like, can't wait to make a bunch of money again in 25 (laughs) years from now. Right. Like, so I, I, I have a feeling that's the direction they're going. And if they go that right then it makes sense to bring in the lightsabers again. But if they're just going to tell, like, the story of Ray and Finn training and stuff, like, you know, five years later or something like that, it just seems a little abrupt to also pull those lightsabers back out. You know, mm-hmm. like, what was the point of burying them? You know in 2019 or you know when the true movie it's kind of like
2: killing the character thing john that you say like where you're like well what's the point of bringing this character back if you've killed them it's kind of like that kind of thing
0: yeah 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 but i still i mean i still consider lightsabers just weapons i don't um you don't think they don't call
2: necessarily... the people or you don't like that they
0: i don't like but... that they do no i, I think that's silly but John, do you um, think
1: this is something that has to happen in live action, or do you think like since they don't know where they're going, someone will write a book or or in a comic or something they'll they'll bear,
0: bring these up? That depends on if they're going to tell more stories with Ray and all of them, because, which Kathleen
2: said that they were right recently. She was like, "Oh, there's more stories to tell."
0: Yeah, she yeah, she said that. Yeah, we're yeah, but because because then the the last memory. Your average fan has is oh she buried those lightsabers and then if there's a story told that maybe people aren't going to check out uh, that a lot of people aren't going to check out where they do dig them up and someone uses them and they're given to this new Jedi or something <laughs> That's a good point and then they then they bring back new movies and they're like wait I thought they I thought she buried those to yeah. honor what yeah. why does why does that kid have that lightsaber yeah you know, and so
1: ordinarily I wouldn't think too much too crazy of that I'd be like they can do anything John but. I think in a lot of ways that was kind of a burial for Luke Skywalker Luke and, Leia, and yeah. for Carrie even, you know, like a very yeah. specific like symbolism book, to all that's that whole why... thing. So it would be kind of weird to be like I thought I thought those characters were buried, you know, and it's like
0: that's now somebody dug them up, <laughs> you know. <laughs> right. And, and, in a comic book. And, and that's book. A, you know, you know we like we were talking about uh we had several discussions about Kylo Ren and and um selling us as on him as a villain and how he had to follow the footsteps of Darth Vader, which is impossible. And how do they do it? They did it by him killing Han Solo. And people are like, I hate him. I I, did. I hate that. Yeah. Yeah. So it worked. Now what do they do? The, the, what, what they could do is they could have them kill Poe Dameron or something. Might not be as big, but it still would work. But all, I think if you have these dug up by a Sith, or a villain, or somebody on the dark side takes those lightsabers, then the fans are like, wait, you you can't take those. Those Those are Luke's. That's Luke and Leia's. Who's this evil person taking these lightsabers, and what is he doing with them? Mm-hmm. Or what is she doing with them? So I think that'd be one thing uh, that could be interesting, having instead of it being the, the good person like the Maz Kanata having a lightsaber, it's someone evil who has the Jedi lightsabers. I think that could be something that's pretty interesting. So... Um, and that'd be one way to get fans to hate that person. If they take them and start trying to melt them down or like they do something crazy or try to, um, use them for, you know, dark side purposes or whatever and switch the crystals out, who knows? But, uh, that again, that's just wild speculation, but there's a lot of things they can do. And I'm sure these types of conversations are being had for these projects that are being developed for years down the line. Like they're in the room and they're like, all right, let's go around, let's do a vote do the lightsabers come back or do they stay buried? And people like raising their hands and like, well, why do you think this is going on? Why do you think that's going on? And you know, those creative meetings are happening. It's just a matter of executing it because they could bring those lightsabers back and it could be in a very bad way. And then everyone's like, how, they go back to that whole thing. How could you do that? Disgrace the legacy of Anakin and Luke's lightsaber and blah, blah, blah. So they'd have to be careful in how they do that. But I also at the same time, while I would, find that provocative and interesting for them to conjure those back up as one very loose tie to the saga besides the the characters that are carrying over like R2, BB-8, blah 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 that one loose tie to the Skywalkers uh, but not go too far with it and still keep everything fresh and tell new stories
2: I wonder if it would be a scenario because this is fresh in my mind since it just happened but like Hawkeye has a very interesting storyline of you know, items and characters. Okay, items and characters where you have (laughs) certain items from the Avengers that are up for sale at this big auction. Uh, So it's like, you know, items that shouldn't be out there, but they are. So it's one of those things that, could you see that in Star Wars where these items just turn up and someone has them? Or do you think it's more beneficial that it's definitely a character specific thing? And what if it could be a character where it's someone that has the lightsaber And no one necessarily saw Luke Skywalker die and no one saw Leia die, but specifically Luke, someone could pose as Luke and start causing havoc in the, you know, the universe with Luke's lightsaber. And people are like, oh, my God, Luke's a bad guy now. And people Mm. don't realize that it's not Luke.
0: That's interesting.
2: Whereas Ray knows it's not Luke, obviously certain it's not luke but like what if the rumors start circulating that it oh my god luke skywalker is stealing from people or he's killing people because it's luke's lightsaber and it's it's a a mask clone
0: of luke skywalker
2: i thought you hate clones
0: i do then why it's it's luke (laughs) Uh,
1: luke um well okay so here's i had a i had a uh a speculation like okay maybe i'm part of the story group i'll throw it out there brainstorm Sure, sure And, and it's interesting that, you know, you said what you said, because I feel like it, it, it kind of ties in with mine in a way, because you're saying, what if this, what if this guy goes and he digs up this or this person, you know, yeah, we don't or know who a it woman, is, but, that would be kind of yeah, cool. Or, well, what I, yeah. why I said that was like a changeling, like, sure, you know, sure. like it could change his Im- the image of whatever mm-hmm. it is. But so I was thinking alien, but, um, so this this person goes and digs up the lightsaber and they're like, yes, now I have the lightsaber of Luke Skywalker and I can pose as him. What is this other thing? Oh, throw it away. Like (laughs) like Leia is irrelevant. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) And so I was like, okay, but, but here's the thing is like, when I was thinking about those two, I, because of the way they're buried and they're sitting next to each other and they're standing over there. Like, I feel like you have to involve both of them in whatever story. And it can't just be, this is Anakin's lightsaber anymore. It has to be like, these two lightsabers are important from now on. And I understand that one probably does clearly doesn't have the history, Sure, but I think the way that it's set up now, they need to be connected. And so I thought, okay, what if it's evil
2: villain twins?
1: Well, that's what I was going to say. I was like, your story still holds up. You could have two people show up and be like, we are Luke and Leia, right? Okay. But, um, my thought was, what if they decided to do the Thrawn thing and like pull out the twins story that was never used in Legends.
2: Right, which was and using have Visions. New,
1: yeah, yeah, but they could have new twins that Leia is teaching and maybe she talks with Leia or Luke as a force ghost and they say, give them the sabers. So she goes back with permission takes the sabers Mm. and gifts them. And then now both of those sabers are new legacy sabers again, if you will. So you're saying the passing
2: of the torch with the old, I don't even know who
1: these twins would be. They clearly can't be like daughter sons or daughters of main characters. So, I mean, unless she, which is going to cause a fandom problem she marries or something because it's the new jedi way that she can have a a, a partner yeah and then they have a, a a son and a daughter and those are the twins and then they tell that story as like the son goes to the dark side and the daughter has to save him or whatever the story well, was. well you know
2: people were saying kylo made her pregnant by, by healing her
1: oh of course i mean that makes a lot of sense they certainly did say that <laughs> it's out there i'm not
2: even lying that is a theory people had which i was like no he's clearly just you know healing her and it it worked for the camera angle but some people want that theory and i feel sorry that they didn't get that into fruition her having a happy ending with kids but yeah no that totally could happen i'm kind of leaning on the side of like (laughs) evil just because it's a flip I, on what we've new already bad seen. Guys. For yeah, sure. we need new bi- bad guys. We have no bad guys right now. So the question would be like, yeah. okay, Empire's gone, Palpatine's gone, again, uh, First Order's gone, so That's why you can't yeah, can't guys. be
0: Sith. It won't be Sith. But we've seen there's dark side users who aren't Sith who use lightsabers. What if it's something um,
2: else outside of Sith? It's like even I worse. still
1: stand on. You got to have a character that's just not force sensitive that is that scary. I think that's that's the no, flying angle. That's that. the Martian row thing. Angle I was that's say the Martian Tarkin angle. Like I think that is really cool, and I think could breathe new light into Star Wars. Just being like, like I think everybody likes. Um, like breaking bad, like what uh Moff who's Gideon. the guy's name? Uh yeah, Giancarlo John Esposito's Carlos Esposito. character. Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's just like something I, that's funny, he actually is kind of that character in The Mandalorian. I think but... that's why
2: he actually wrote that character for him. He's like, I watched I, B- uh, Breaking Bad, loved it, gonna put that guy in Star Wars, give Because
1: I, I was describing <laughs> a character like the character he plays in Breaking Bad, which is just a person, obviously he doesn't have any powers, but it's right. just like his ability to manipulate the situation and have control over, it. it seems like everything, this person is insurmountable. There's no way to beat him, you know, kind of thing. Mm-hmm, I think mm-hmm. that could really be fresh for star Wars and, and in some ways, like I think maybe that's why people like, I don't know, have like a subconscious, right? like subtle eye roll at the whole thing. Like, Oh, it's Palpatine yeah. again. It's, Oh, it's the Sith. You know what I mean? We thought we were getting the first order, um, but it's not the first order. It doesn't even really matter. It's the empire again. You know, like mm-hmm. I think breathing new life into the story and, and really making it something different could be good. I don't know. Sure. I mean, look at,
0: yeah look at now we're just speculating on like the future of this no but but like lex Luthor versus superman he's you know he's he doesn't have superpowers he's a normal guy but he has power and influence and knows how to manipulate people and Mm -hmm. sometimes that's enough and you know ray could be the superman to whoever is lex luther or Or also batman versus
1: superman same kind of deal like
0: yeah yeah he's he's just
1: a person who understands the situation
0: enough to take down the god but back to Kylo's lightsaber, because I think we're all more leaning towards there's a clearly and we just scratched the surface in my opinion, on a lot of ways they can bring back the Skywalker Sabres. Um, the Kylo one, sort of to your point, James, is interesting because I was thinking back to that concept art of the Force Awakens where Ray's like literally scuba diving to the Death Star wreckage and finding, you know, the throne room and stuff like that. And I believe even Did you the always picture Falcon that as Ray? Yeah, I did. I
1: I never. Oh, I it never is Ray. Put a, you know it's Ray. Is the it supposed to be Ray? Is,
2: I'm pretty sure the description's like Kira scuba dives in. Is like it? Her, no, weird. Like her I've early never, days of who it was. Yeah.
1: I've never put like a person to that. To me, it just felt like person in the drawing, like random alien or random soldier. You know, it's just like there's a person sure, there. Sure.
0: Weird. And okay. I think even some of the art has the Falcon underwater yeah. with its lights Millennium on. Millennium Falcon, stuff. yeah. So, you know, people are probably going to hear about the battle between Rey and Kylo Ren and it becomes this legendary story kind of like how Luke Skywalker became a myth to Rey and such. And people are going to go to that wreckage, especially now that the First Order's gone and maybe it's a little safer and they're not as worried about anyone coming back from the Imperial side people of things. People looking for money. And just...
1: Yeah, go scavenging, Joker, like Ray did. Yeah. I
0: was going to say, I mean, yeah. the, the the Death Star is
1: still there. So regardless of whether somebody is looking for the saber or not, they could be there and stumble so, upon the saber and be like, what is it? Oh, whoa. Like, And then they I sell think, it, and then it gets yeah. into the hands of the right, right person.
0: So I, I think their lightsabers will be conjured up by someone of power or significance, whereas I think his will sort of come into the hands I think we could cool like flip where you have like their lightsabers get conjured up and taken by someone of dark side influence, not necessarily force, but evil. And his lightsaber gets into the hands of like some kid who's like a peddler who's like some good kid. And he like stumbles upon this lightsaber and he doesn't know what to do with it. What if it's like a Gungan or some type,
1: some character like that lives under the, like in the water of little Kef- mermaid
2: there? it. They have a collection of human stuff in the. Ocean of Kefbeer. Like,
1: yeah, it's like, the, instead of Watch like what I was describing earlier, like dink, 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 you know, and it lands on yeah. something above the water, like you could have it fall into the water, fall all the way down to the surface, and then have like, you know, Schmeagol like you,
0: grabbing it up, like the ring, are you, trying to you know tell what me? I mean? Under
1: the water, it's just like an accident. Kind of thing. <laughs> are you I trying to yes. tell me that,
0: that Jacked Fish is going to have a lightsaber? Yes.
1: It's like, <laughs> that's the point
2: this whole discussion was just to it's like lead a to that point <laughs> i kind of like the idea though also and i know we've talked about this on previous shows of what the next trilogy could be and we like the idea of like maybe ray going to explore and like find out more about the jedi and look for artifacts or something like we had discussed that a little bit so maybe it's one of those things like she needs a dark side lightsaber to to open something or to get somewhere so then she knows that's there and she goes and gets it herself that's another way she could work it back in because then she has to grapple with the whole Kylo Ren thing well moment of like oh
0: that's a good don't forget like she's the last person to use that lightsaber and she used it to kill Kylo Ren
2: yes Mm. and then bring him back to life
0: I mean she killed bring Ben back to life yes Kylo Ren died wait she used Leia's
1: lightsaber no, to she know, killed Palpatine. Kylos. Oh, oh, we're talking about Kylos. I'm sorry. I'm confused. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> it's yeah. okay.
2: I'm, I'm just like, thinking like wait, it would be cool on. if None she went and conjured up. it too because <laughs> there is history there so she would have to grapple with that, you know, and you get flashbacks and stuff like that.
0: Or they could even let, that's how maybe you get Finn involved with some lightsaber stuff. Like he goes back there to make sure that Rey doesn't get, you know, lured by it and he tries to get rid of it. Like mm-hmm. there's a lot of things you could do with that. I, I'm, yeah, I'm, as we're going on, and we're getting up against time a little bit here, but I'm, I'm thinking we're going to get all, all three of these lightsabers back in some shape or form. And I, I personally think it'd be interesting if you have the dark side lightsaber end up with somebody who's a good person and the two Jedi legacy lightsabers end up in the hands of somebody bad. I think, cause this, they really, I think that'd be a fresh take on it based on what they did with the legacy lightsabers in mm-hmm. the sequel trilogy. Yeah, Do you guys have any cool. final final thoughts? I know we can delve into this deeper as as we, you know, maybe learn more about what they're going to end up doing with those characters down the road. But I, we haven't really talked too much about these lightsabers in a while, and it's been long enough removed from the rise of Skywalker where I feel like we can put more of a perspective on it. Mm-hmm. Um, so, any final thoughts before we uh, move on?
2: Um, I hope we see these lightsabers again. I I really enjoy lightsabers in general in star wars i think it's my favorite they're cool it's my favorite part of star wars i've said that numerous times that like when i think star wars i think lightsabers which is kind of the things i was grappling with as we went into the mandalorian and these other shows is i was like what do you mean we're gonna have these shows with no lightsabers and then we got one anyway but long story short i hope we see these again and i really hope we see more of ray's lightsaber which we saw for like two seconds in the movie Mm -hmm. like give me more of that too
0: yeah that'll happen. yeah that's the, a great point for sure.
1: Yeah, I I like the idea of it being um with a villain, I, I the flip the script kind of thing. I keep I keep trying to picture though, like I I said earlier, you know, there's the burial aspect of it. So it's like so the villain brings him up and he takes the lightsabers, but then inevitably when that villain is destroyed or beaten or whatever and we get the lightsabers back, what do they do with them? What do they, they just go like we're going
2: to bury well, him we, again. We're going to
1: bury him again. I know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, okay, there's got to be something better here. Like, I don't know. I guess I guess it would all make sense in the context of the story. Like, you know, they get them back or maybe they break them and they officially destroy them in that trilogy or something. I don't sure, know. But sure. it still seems to me like if you are going to bring them back, they're going to want to bring them back with purpose so that they can stay in the story for a long time so it makes more sense to me that like peace it it would be a hero that has to uh right recoup them yeah yeah yeah. totally
2: cool um
0: yeah so i guess that's it um again we will revisit this uh at some point um because i feel like we can go a lot deeper and bring in more characters and and, and speculate even further. I, this was clearly a speculation nation type of discussion. And I love having these cause it's use your imagination, have fun. And that's a big part of star Wars. So as long as you do it in a healthy way, um, which we do around here, that's mm-hmm. what we do. All right. So thanks to everybody for listening and watching and being a part of TRB. Hope you enjoyed this sort of discussion episode on a Monday, but as you are probably seeing on star Wars news net every day, uh there's news but not a lot and a lot of it has to do with what's going on with boba fett and stuff did you hear what tim said <laughs> yeah i know did you hear what tamara morrison morrison said for the 80th time about playing boba fett yeah. um but uh yeah still make sure you're going to the site every day for all of your star wars news reviews editorials information and more we're gonna have a lot of news about kenobi coming up i know that for a fact uh among other things so star wars newsnet every day for all of your star wars news um like Lacey said before though make sure you do subscribe to the podcast i believe we just passed 200 ratings on spotify uh so thank you to everyone who's taken the time to toss wow. us one uh yeah. we're at a 4.9 over there so uh the good outweighs the bad we appreciate that uh but keep those reviews coming uh and also if you if you're on apple or whatever app you're ha- you, you're on if they have a rating system toss us uh there's, always a, we there's always a couple appreciate that very much yeah there's always a couple Uh, but make sure you more importantly than anything make sure you're subscribed to the show whether that's video or audio and share us with a friend because like lacy said before we're just getting going on 2022 which is going to be uh literally the the most star wars live action content we've ever had most star wars content we've ever had in a single year so it's going to be one hell of a ride so we're we're glad you're uh doing it here with us um and that's pretty much it for the plug so i just want to say you can find me on twitter at johnny hoey writing and editing in Star Wars News Net and my movie podcast, Just Like the Movies. we will be putting out an episode tomorrow on... um, I don't even remember what movie we picked. Oh, Private Parts. Howard Stern's Private Parts. I picked that. I should remember that. Um, James. Uh, You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Myra Trunks. Lacey. People can
2: find me on Twitter and Instagram at Lacey Gillarin. And don't forget to watch The Mandalorian Minute, aka The Mando Minute every morning of Wednesday because one of every us Wednesday yes. morning. yeah Wednesday morning <laughs> will be uh, the morning of Wednesday
1: the morning of what the power of rangers <laughs> the
2: rangers of power because <laughs> uh, one of us will be giving our immediate thoughts on the episode and I think this week is John yeah.
0: yes yeah James uh, filled in for me last week and it is now my turn to give it A go on Wednesday. So excited for that. And of course, the Mando Fan Show on Wednesdays, 9 p.m. East, youtube.com slash Star Wars News and Videos. And if you can't make it live, we hope you can because it's always a fun party. It'll be on your podcast apps as well. And our guest is? uh, Our guest is Adam Russell, story of the year bassist. Also on the Star Wars podcast, Thank the Maker. He'll be joining us this Wednesday. Nice. Uh, and again, if you if you haven't, go back last week on Wednesday. Uh, Mark Newbold from FanthaTrack, Star Wars Insider, and StarWars.com joined us. Had a great time with him as always. Mm-hmm. It's a lot of good stuff coming on the Mando Fan Show. But uh, that's it for this episode of TRB. We'll be back next Monday with another episode of TRB. Probably shaking stuff up, stuff up again with uh, the segments. But we hope you're enjoying that. And of course, we'll see you Wednesday on the Mando Fan Show. But until next time, as always, we'll see you around, kids.